with Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Hump day. How are you doing, Casey? Doing fine. I hear it's supposed to be a little bit warmer and less windy today, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really nice day, so if you can get outside, enjoy that. Today, I'll be feeling leg day for Monday, mm. so starting that's starting to set in. My hammies. This is why we like to do leg day on like a Saturday morning, mm. so then it doesn't actually start to hurt until Monday, and Mondays stink anyway. <laughs> Uh, there is some uh, some breaking news today that I'm very excited to share with you. Uh, we got a Bass Pro Shop opening up today in Sunset Hills. I know you're very excited about this. Is there really? Yeah. Otherwise, is the one in St. Charles, like, the one for how far? Like, where's the next nearest? Uh, well, there's the, the old Cabela's, I feel like, is now a... I don't know if they've rebranded. It's been so long since I've been out there, but... Uh, that's also considered to be a Bass Pro Shop as well. But this one in Sunset Hills is like a legit. Like, look on TV right now. That's the new aquarium. That's the new fish tank. Listen, I'm not a Bass Pro <laughs> Shop kind of girly. I just know that there is one. Oh and now gosh. there is two or three. Man, this is so much closer to my house, which is fantastic news. Because I can just walk into Bass Pro Shop and you might see me two hours later. A lot of people are probably feeling the same thing and listening to us right now. I'll emerge with some bulk candies. Maybe a new fishing pole, something like that. Man, I'm excited. So Bass Pro Shop opens up in Sunset Hills today. Uh, we've also got some Old Dominion tickets up for grabs in the big three. So if you'd like to win today, be listening at 8 o'clock for that. I want to thank you for hanging out on this hump day. Thank you for hanging out on this Wednesday and uh, this new Bass Pro Shop that's getting free plugs from our show. But Whatever. It's yeah, fine. It's a celebration. They can Let's go. It. It's 92.3 W.I.L. St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Combs is very humble and modest, but you would be surprised to hear the same about his home. His wife, Nicole, did a Q&A on Instagram yesterday, and a fan asked if they had finished putting together a nursery for their soon-to-be second child. Yep. And she explained that the new baby will actually share a room with their nine-month-old Tex because they only live in a two-bedroom house. See, that is surprising for how far along Luke Combs is exactly. at this point. Luke Combs' brand is built on being like that everyman and his commitment to staying true to his roots. I actually think their house is in South Carolina or where north, I don't, wherever Asheville is. But like you said, once they're headlining stadium tours... Usually they're living in a much more lavish situation. Like they're not hanging out in their hometown in a two bedroom house down the street. Yeah. Like Jason Aldean kept it real for a year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, I'm going to move and 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 I'm building a castle. I don't know that it's fair to compare Jason to Luke yet. However, it is hilarious to think about because he really is out there living in a castle. I know Carrie Underwood's got like a big house on a lot of land. I know Tim and Faith have like 12 houses. It's a lot. Once you are the headliner of a stadium tour, one of the biggest tours of the year. Yeah. 
It's tough to imagine that that person is really still living like the same home life as a lot of us are. Here's the here's the issue when you come out and you say some, something like this. Like, yeah. I just have, you know, this 2015 Forerunner that I've been driving around. It's got 150,000 miles on it. I live in a two-bedroom house. I'm just an everyman. And then when you decide that you want that mansion because every... I mean, Tim McGraw was wearing Prada when right. he was here. Come on. Right. Like, there's a point where you just have so much money. I'm glad you caught that, by the way. That you have to, that you have to, you feel pressured almost to move on to that bigger house. And you, know you like, I mean? you, you feel like you deserve it by then. You're like, you know what? I've always wanted this. Let's do it. And I think, I think in a lot of cases, these guys do like they, they work their tails off. You're gone forever doing these stadium tours, singing all the stuff. Nicole says she's not worried about the babies sharing a room because she shared a room with her sister growing up and she loved it. She also mentioned that they only plan to stay in this house for a few more years because they're eventually going to need a room for baby number three. Yeah. Their goal is to have four babies, but she says they still can't decide on a name for number two, so they don't know if they'll make it to four. <laughs> if it's going to start getting this difficult. Here's the thing. I can't, Im- I can't imagine if, like... They did keep it real, and they just moved into a subdivision or something. Can you imagine Luke Combs moving oh into gosh. your subdivision? Into, like, a three-bedroom house. <laughs> yeah, or, or you know, even, like, one of those nicer gated communities or whatever, but it's still But, like, Luke Combs and his wife are at the community pool on exactly. the weekend. <laughs> yeah. We're paying dues just like the Ristys. See, so if you ever have one of those days where you're feeling like maybe what you've got going on in your life isn't enough, just remember it might be more than... What Luke Combs has in He's his own roughing life. it right now. Just roughing it. Remy and Casey. When you approach a sign at, I don't know, a retailer or some sort of place where you get some service done and it says ring bell for service on the desk, do you have any issues with pressing that bell? Because I do. 314-699-4766. That is our text line. We're going to need some texts on this. Issues. I have the hardest time pushing down on one of those bells. We were at the post office yesterday in Columbia. Oh, I was I was there and I rang the bell there like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I waited because I could see people in the back and I, I just feel like, and I know it says it on the sign, but I, I feel like it's so rude to ring a bell for service. Even though they're telling you to do that, I, I'll just stand there awkwardly. Oh my which gosh! I, I feel like is worse. It is worse. <laughs> uh, you, you're 38 years old, man. You gotta ring a bell. That's like, I'll walk up if there's no one in the Walmart paint section. Yeah. I'm picking the phone off the wall and I'm like, customer needs assistance in the paint. Customer needs assistance. I am the customer. I'm walking up, ring a ling. I'm ringing that bell. Okay. Because think about it this way. Imagine if you were at your house and you were just doing your thing with your family and all of a sudden you look at the window and there's just someone standing on the front porch. (laughs) And you walk outside and you're like, oh my God, did you need something? I didn't, I had no idea you were here. And they were like, yeah, I just don't want to bother you, but I do need something. uh, I'm calling the police. Uh, I think ringing a doorbell is different than going to a place where you expect someone- Right, because they're getting paid for it. (laughs) Okay, another example. So the post office, government office, I get that. Petco. Was that uh, the Petco that I frequent that I go get dog food from Uh will likely not have someone at the cashier stand. Mm -hmm. They have instead 
jingle bells that you would get for your dog to say, I need to go to the bathroom on the door. And they say, ring this bell for service. And I know that there's people just sitting behind that door eating lunch or something. But I still, that feels worse because it's not just a little tap on the bell. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking, uh, I'm playing jingle bells at a Christmas show or something like, hear ye, hear ye. I need help up here. But yeah, but when has anybody ever walked up after you rang a doorbell and like rolled their eyes at you or walked up and been like, I was eating my tuna. I don't know. It's happened before. I just feel like that's one of those things. I can't be the only one that has an issue with pushing the bell when it says ring bell for service. I will say, I always, whenever I see the sign and the bell, I always do a once over and see who's in my path. Like, okay. is is there anybody around that I can just ask so I don't have to do it? But if there's no one around, ding. There you go. From the 618. Yes, I have an issue with hitting the bell because the second I push it, the person was already walking up and I feel like an absolute idiot. See, there you go. I'm not alone. I think you're all just too worried about what other people think. It's a people pleaser thing. It is. It I ain't is. got time for this. I'm ringing that bell and I'm getting <laughs> up out of there. I got people pleaser tendencies. I'm sorry. Uh, let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. O'Neal swings and misses. Carlos Estevez works a 1-2-3. Bottom of the ninth. Say goodnight to the Cardinals as the Angels take the opener here in St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> Every time that the Cardinals lose, Remy's going to come in here and just... Uh, what do we need to do? Cardinals lose again to the Angels last night, 5-1. I will point this out. Over the last 43 at-bats, Nolan Arnato has a .03093 average, one RBI, two base on balls, 12 Ks. It's obviously not all him. I'm not blaming solely him. Offense, pitching, I think Goldie and DeYoung seem to be the only ones that are really propping everybody up offensively. Wayno is set to return on Saturday against the Tigers. Maybe that leadership in the clubhouse will be a good thing. Uh, and I think in bigger news, Casey will be at the game today and she's usually the one that like turns the tides. That is better news. You're right. <laughs> I rarely go to a game where they lose. Yeah. So we're hoping that maybe it brings a little luck. Yeah. So if you see Casey at the game, just say thank you for being here. Maybe get an autograph from her or something. Mm, a high five is what I was going to say. High fives work too. Just bring some hand sanitizer. I just don't know. What what do we do as fans? You know that TikTok that's like um that's like usually a dog and the audio goes something along the lines of like, I'll give you a little bit of my sunshine. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need the whole crowd at Bush Stadium to <laughs> give the Cardinals your <laughs> your energy. Let's go. Seriously. Someone needs it. That's where we have to turn. That's all we can do as fans is not give up. I think with the news and all the negative talk around the Cardinals right now, it's easy to throw in the towel, but it's still early. We've seen this before. This is where we live, St. Louis. Remember the cardiac Cardinals? Hello. That's where we that's where we live. That's not going anywhere. As fans, we need to keep our head in the game. Send some prayers up. Let's get after it. Cards, Angels tonight, 645. Let's go. It's my pep talk. That I love it. I think you should be in the locker room. Well, I can't be in the locker room, but I can be out here. 
with the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering what's actually happening in the locker room. Let's go, guys. They're having tea. Uh, which athletes are paid the most? Basketball, football, baseball? Any guesses? Um, paid the most? Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. It seems uh, football or baseball to me. You're wrong. Soccer? Soccer. Soccer. Not the women's teams. Top three earners. There are no women on this list. I will say that. Uh, the top three earners from 2022 went to Cristiano Ronaldo, $136 million in a year. Lionel Messi, $130 million a year. And Mbappe from Team France, $120 million a year. Is that how you say it? Mbappe. Yep. LeBron is at fourth place. Think about that. LeBron James is in fourth fourth place on this list at 119 million. Steph Curry, 100 million. Kevin Durant, 90. And then you've got uh, Canelo Alvarez, a fighter, over 100 million. Still haven't touched football, and we won't. Golf now. Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson also up in the $100 million range thanks to the live golf people. See, you're always asking how you're going to... What you need to do to become a millionaire sounds like you need to put those kids in soccer. (laughs) Soccer or golf. I don't know. I think I might have a fighter on my hands. Leo might be the fighter. Hey! (laughs) You might get in the boxing ring. That's cool. Going to take a wild guess and say none of the City SC guys are making millions, although they do play on Saturday in Dallas. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Hollywood writers are closing their laptops, putting down their pens, and walking out to a picket line. Peace. Thousands of writers for TV and movies who say they're not paid fairly went on strike yesterday, which brings TV production to a halt. Yeah. Which is crazy. I don't know that I've ever seen anything. I know I've lived through things like this, but I don't know if I've ever seen things like this happen. What did we decide? It was 2008? It was 2008 the last time that this happened, yeah. Yeah, and I remember like Conan O'Brien going on the air and not having writers, but still being on TV, and he would spin his wedding ring on his desk to see how long he could do it for, and that was the content. That's crazy. (laughs) Which is funny, but, you know, also kind of sad, too. This Saturday night, SNL was supposed to be hosted by Pete Davidson, Lil Uzi Vert as the musical guest, but because of the strike, it's not happening, and they're going to play a rerun instead. Jimmy Fallon, like all other late-night hosts, he's scrambling to figure out how he's going to handle this because all of his employees are not getting paid. They're not working. They're all on strike. He was asked about it whenever he went to the Met Gala on Monday night, I think. They were like, you know, if if there's a strike, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about your employees? I wouldn't have a show for my writers and I support them all the way. They got to have a fair contract and uh, hopefully they get it done. If there is a strike, do you go dark? If there's a strike, yeah, I think we, we will, yeah. Admitting to, you know, not having a show that day. Yeah. One of his writers on staff, however, said it's not enough to hear that he supports us. She tweeted and said, at Jimmy Fallon, support your staff. We had a fun time bowling with you last week, but a party won't pay my rent. That's true. I think he missed a call. He wasn't on a call where NBC was saying, basically, we're not going to pay you anymore or as long as you guys are on the strike. And, and I, I think, think it lo- makes it worse that Seth Meyers made a statement that yeah. he will continue paying his his uh, employees. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's now, okay, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, all those guys. Now do they, being the millionaires that they are, support the writers who are definitely not millionaires but, to continue to do a show? Yeah, definitely not millionaires, but making all of their content every week. Exactly. It reminds me a lot of when pandemics started happening and big artists 
had to start paying their bands themselves. Yeah. To like do concerts in their barns and things. Right. The, like they weren't <laughs> selling tickets. They weren't having these big shows, but artists were like, you know what? I have enough money in the bank. Let me take care of you for as long as I can. Yeah. So do you have a feeling of how long this will last? I mean, they're saying that it could be months, uh, depending on how this goes. From all the stuff that I've seen, they're really far apart. And AI has kind of added a new facet to this. They want, like, writers want AI protection. Think about, mm. like, artificial intelligence taking your job and how easy it is to create a script on chat GPT now. Right. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of human missing out of that. But, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot more facets to this than there was back in 2008. All I'm thinking is James Corden must be so glad. He said, <laughs> got I, out at the right time. I got out of there right on time. We got a text message that said, are your writers going to strike on the show? And I would like to inform you that we do not have writers on the show. What? They're both talking at this current moment. Yeah, we did have a conversation about how nice it would be to just show up and read something that someone else wrote, yeah. but unfortunately it's not the case. That is not the case, no. Uh, however, it is a question that you may uh, not have taken into consideration. I feel like I did an experiment on this I don't know, maybe five years ago or something. Do you get less food if you order online as opposed to going to the restaurant in person and getting it to go? The data is in there is a clear winner and we will talk about that with your unprofessional news next real news is lame this is unprofessional news on 92.3 wil casey have you ever wondered this if when you order food online from a restaurant you get smaller por portions as opposed to ordering it in person i've only wondered this when it comes to like fries when it comes to that thing <laughs> that there's like there's no real measurable amount yeah uh, I always think of this uh, like Chipotle or like a Subway where the, like a person is actually manufacturing the sandwich in front of you or mm -hmm. the burrito in front of you or whatever that may be. Uh, but there's a software engineer in Chicago that started suspecting that the portions were different because he'd alternate ordering in person and online from a place he liked there called Sweet Green. It's a salad place. Yeah. He ordered 20 of the same salads, 10 in person, 10 online. Almost all of the online orders were smaller. Across all 20 orders, the online ones were on average 16% smaller. In the comments, some food service workers suggest that this happens a lot um, where food is assembled in front of the customer. Right. And then I feel like, do you know when you go to like Chinese or something or like Panda and they're doing it right in front of you and they feel like they've really got to load it up? Yeah. I think because you're not there to see it and you're not there to complain, they think they can get away with whatever. Exactly. The idea is that workers have more time to complete the online orders so they're able to follow the recipes. They're able to weigh out the portion sizes if need be. They're not going to do that in front of you. Right. So obviously you get the you get less of an order when you order online. Uh, but when they're rushed and the customer's standing right in front of them and they're like, man, I can't, I can't short these people right in front of their face. So you get more or the correct amount. For the, rec for the record, Sweet Green claims that all of their portions are the same online as they are in store, obviously, and any discrepancy is unintentional. This makes for a really good, like, eighth grade science project. Yeah. Like, that big project that you have to think about and go do with somewhere in your community, I think this would be really smart. I did this with Ted Drews. 
I don't know if you remember this video. I did. No. It was like, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, I, I went to the, the two Ted Drews locations to see. I ordered the same ones mm-hmm. from the same, uh, uh, from the menu and went and got it at the Grand location, which I don't think is open anymore. And I got it from the Cherokee location. And the one on Grand gave more. By really? several ounces, yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I would assume the other one would give more, but the other one is so, the South City one is just so it's always packed. Yeah, it's packed, and they're just motoring through that, wheeling you know? and dealing. Yeah, so uh, that isn't isn't exactly right, but I think you have a point with the with the eighth grade science thing. Yeah, I think that the, that's a great experiment. Uh, you can check out this whole study. I posted it on the Facebook page. Remy and Casey. Yesterday, Casey and I were talking after the show about some negative feedback that we've received over the last months or so. It's not a ton. But it's like, it's what you expect whenever you work on the radio and yeah. people want to chirp back. I got an opinion and I get it. And you're entitled to that for sure. So I figured and we talked, it would be fun to do kind of like a mean tweets segment Oh, yeah, I guess that's that's true. We're going to call it uh, Negative Nancy's. And uh, we're going to read some of the stuff, some of the complaints that people have had about us personally <laughs> or the show. Just to be as transparent as possible. You don't see any other show doing this. Nobody else is doing this. Oh, might be tough in, on the heart. But. In, in radio, everybody likes to gloss over this kind of stuff. Like, oh, no, it's always so fun. It's so cool. But no, we're going to highlight some of this stuff. So uh, we've got a couple here. <laughs> Casey, would you like to go first? Um, I will go first. This one is not about me. Okay. Mine's not about me either. Oh. <laughs> this negative Nancy said, I wish I could play Remy and finish the lyrics. How does this guy even work in a radio, listen to music all day long, and he never even has a clue? <laughs> And I I, want to call in today. I've tried to explain this in so many different ways. And I'm telling you, I don't know lyrics to any music ever at all. I will also say this in the two times that I've ever been in Remy's car in his passenger seat. Mm -hmm. NPR is on. (laughs) And you are the only human being I know that has ever done that on purpose. It's either that or a podcast or just some sort of, and it's not that I don't like music. I just listen to music in a different way. And I'm sure there's people here with me that are, are listening to music for the, for the the melodies and for the sounds and for the instruments and things like that, which is why I feel like I'm more drawn to instrumental like music, like your, your bluegrass, your folk music, where you actually get a real instruments a lot of times. So, you know, so you guys not going to know lyrics. Yeah. And and that goes for like pop stuff too. Like give me anything. Uh, I mean, if if we end up playing it today, I'm probably going to mess it up. Well, good luck. Here we go, Casey. From the 314, Casey, too harsh on Remy. Oh. 38 isn't that old. You're going to be 38 someday. Knock on wood, I will. I love that she was like, it's not that old. I would love to know how, how old, old this that person, person is. is. I know. <laughs> hey, listen, that's the shtick of it all. It's like a sibling relationship, but there's 10 years between us. So any chance I get to call Remy old, I'll take. Just like any chance Remy gets to roll his eyes and go, kids these days, he'll take it too. Wait, you don't know? You, you didn't experience this? Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it, yeah, we are almost exactly 10 years apart 
in age. Right. Your birthday is coming up May 12th, mm-hmm. and mine was yours. April 6th. So we were all like high school is 10 years apart exactly, all of it. So it is interesting to get like our different takes on things. Yeah. Uh, I hate to do this, but if you've got something negative you want to get off your chest. <laughs> if you want to complain about us to us, <laughs> let us know. 314-699-4766. Or you can, you know, you can send positive stuff too. But, uh, you know, highlighting the negative Nancys is kind of fun. Love it. We already got our first negative Nancy no on way. a text line from the 618. This is not our department, which is, it's a different department. So okay. if you're listening, music department uh, from the 618, listen to you guys every morning, but we got to change up some music. Tired of listening to the same songs over and over. You know what? I feel the same way. I can only hear (laughs) Brett Young's Lady so many more times before I walk out these doors. Uh, That is not our department. A lot of people think that that, that, that we're the ones choosing the music, but we do not. Um, and that is a, uh, that is a, one of the most common complaints across radio, period. Granted, little things like if you call with a request and we're like really down for it, you know, yeah. that can change. Or if we, in the moment, we're like, you know what? We need to play a Shania song because we're talking about Shania today, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then it's no big deal. But on the reg, yeah, it's not us. We also have a throwback segment every day at 940 or like 935-ish. Yeah. So if you want to request that, you can always request on the on the uh, text line 314-699-4766. Or you can always hit us up on the 92.3 WIL app. Remy and Casey. Today we're playing the big three for some old Dominion tickets for Jerry from Imperial. He's on the phone. And Remy, you're playing today. Would you like to spin the wheel, see what game you are playing? Yeah. are going to hate this one because we're playing Name That Meow. As you know, back in like 2020, Old Dominion released a version of their self-titled album, which did not include lyrics. It included only meows in place of lyrics to some of their biggest songs. Mm. I'll play you a hook featuring their meows, and you have to tell me what Old Dominion song that is. Shut the laptop. I just have audio up, but okay. It's okay. <laughs> Jerry from Imperial, be listening, because if Remy doesn't know the answer, which is likely, he will Very be coming likely. to you <laughs> for the answer. Do you remember this at all? I do vaguely remember this, yes. Oh, yeah. I knew since we were giving Old Dominion tickets away this week, we had to throw it in the mix. So, number one, your first song, name that meow. Meow, 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 meow. This is Hotel Key. Hotel Key. Final answer. Final answer. Yes. That's Next. hilarious. <laughs> Isn't it? I still can't believe they did that. Okay, number two. I can hear the. I can hear the. Stop something. Stop something. I'm gonna go to. Uh, I'm gonna go to Jerry on this one. Jerry, what do you think? Oh yeah, I got nothing on that one. <laughs> this always happens this way. Yeah, I got. I got nothing. I'm gonna go with. Uh, gonna be starting something. 
<laughs> You're just making up words. Final answer. Oh my god. I You're also, on the right track. I also am imagining what this was like to record. The guys in the studio. Drunk, probably. Making meow songs. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, number three, your final song. That was short. I can replay uh, it. Life is short. Uh, life is. Like you're right there every time. Life is short, something sweet. Final answer. <laughs> we'll just we'll we'll cut you some slack here. Jerry, do you know the answer to that one? I wanna say it is make it sweet. Make it sweet! Make it sweet. You wanna Final go with answer, that? yeah. Okay. So Jerry, coming back to you, out of all three, how many do you think that Remy got correct today? Mm. I believe he got two right. Okay. One correct. And we can roll through it. So, you know, you're not great at this. And we knew you wouldn't be. But we go back to the beginning. Sorry. Yep. What is it? I don't want to be one man band. One man band. I don't want to be a rolling stone like their biggest song they ever no, released. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm saying, did we? was that in the game? Yes, girl. <laughs> You're just no good at it. Okay, next, number two. <laughs> you said, starting something. I'll never be sorry. I'll never be sorry. I'll never be sorry for loving you. And of course, the last one, the easiest to know. Goes like this. Shout out to Jerry for that one. I swear to the Lord, the first one you played the first time around was Hotel Key. No. And Hotel Key's an upbeat song, this one is. Man. Am I going nuts? Yes. I think I'm going crazy. Well, wow. good news. <laughs> at least Jerry still gets these Old Dominion tickets. You are going to go see them at the Enterprise Center November 18th. Congratulations, Jerry. Awesome. Thank we you. opened up a new segment today called Negative Nancy's, <laughs> where we allow you to say negative things about the show if you so desire uh, anonymously on the text line at 314-699-4766, kind of like our mean tweets, but we just got one not too long ago from the 314, and I wanted to share this one because uh, it's about Casey. Great. Uh, from the 314, you two are too kind to hate on, but Thank I you. did lose a lot of respect for Casey when she said she hated bagpipes. <laughs> If you feel that strongly in a positive way about bagpipes, I don't know that I need the respect <laughs> that you've lost. <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> oh, I love it because I love bagpipes so much. That's so weird. It's not. People don't like, it's like one of the most hated sounds in the world. It's it always on the chart. It is, but uh, there might have been a time in my life where I tried to pursue playing the bagpipes. So... Well, to make me more annoying than I already am. Well, you already <laughs> wear skirts all the time, so That's you true. might as well. Always, fit always. Right in. Bring a national.
Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Chris Jansen is about to release the crazy, the craziest, most random song I've ever seen. And we know Chris Jansen can get crazy and he can get random. Oh, yeah. That's like his middle name. And he's got an impressive track record with collaborations and working with big stars. But he is upping the ante again. Yesterday, he announced that he's coming out with a new song that features two legends of country and rock. The song is called 21 Forever and features Dolly Parton and Slash of Guns N' Roses. Let's go. What is going on? I don't even know what this song is going to sound like. Because they all have such different, different sounds. sounds. <laughs> I know. Chris said, I'm so thrilled to announce that two global icons have joined me on my latest song. This is my absolute biggest collaboration to date. Dolly and Slash doesn't get any bigger than that. I'm incredibly humbled and grateful for these two. I, if I'm uh, predicting, mm-hmm. obviously a rock song. Mm-hmm. Slashes. Shredding in the back. Of course. Dolly, who's really feeling in that need to dig her heels into rock and roll ever since she was inducted into the oh, Rock and yeah. Roll Hall of Fame. That's a good point. I'm thinking she is like on harmony. Maybe she does the bridge. She's doing <laughs> runs in the background. Yeah. Hey, Chris Jansen's and running is, around like a wild man with a harmonica. And Chris Jansen's running around with a harmonica, <laughs> wild man spreading his arms out like an eagle like he does on stage, and I'm thinking that's the song. There you go. See, he played Jingle Fest twice in a row, and he's finally made it this year playing with two global phenomenons, Dolly Parton and Slash. Exactly. There you go. And nobody knew who Chris Jansen was before Jingle Fest of last year. Just a guy from Missouri, <laughs> you know? Very cool. Uh, like I said, the song comes out on Friday. It's called... 21 Forever, which, according to a press release, says that it grapples between the stage of life in carefree youth and adult responsibilities, concluding that you can't be 21 forever. So do you think Dolly Parton is the voice of reason and Slash is like the voice of rebellion? The t- the devil and the angel yeah, on the shoulder, you that- know? That could be another way that this goes. Figured it out. You're welcome. Sorry for the spoiler. Right. <laughs> Can't wait to see what it actually sounds like on Friday. We'll definitely be posting it and probably playing you a little clip when it comes out on 92.3 WIL. I want to run these by you, Casey, because I know you're in the middle of planning a wedding. Are you in the lull yet? Are you in a lull where you're just kind of like waiting now? Yeah, there's really nothing for me to do until like the end of the year. So Casey engaged last year, getting married in February of next year. And yeah, there's always that lull where there's probably like four or five months where you're just kind of doing nothing. But you're kind of a progressive when it comes to what the wedding should be. Yeah. Definitely not like a, we're not doing a garter toss. We're not doing the dollar dance. Not very, not super traditional at all. Which I feel like is kind of out anyway. There's a new, there's a magazine that has listed suggestions for new modern weddings, like rules for the modern wedding. Okay. And I want to run these by you. Oh, see how you feel about them. So here's a few of the new rules. No more engagement parties. Um, I think that's fine. Okay. No outdoor summer weddings. (laughs) I love an outdoor wedding. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I can't imagine like getting married inside on purpose. Even if it's 95 outside? Well, With the heat index of over 100? I think that's on you to choose a month when that's not going to happen. Okay, okay. Or at least your best your best effort. 
This is an interesting one. Your closest friends, not you, should control the guest list. I mean, let's be honest. Why lot- would I put that in the hands of anyone else? <laughs> a lot. Well, a lot of times what happens is parents end up inviting most of the parents people on the guest list. do end up inviting, but you got to have some sort of backbone to say, you know what, unless here's the thing, this is where it makes it hard. A lot of times people's families will pay for the wedding. Yeah. So then you feel like since they're paying for it, they should get to invite everyone. I still am in the boat of you You do the work to put the guest list together and you cut out whoever you need to. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is entirely fine to deny anyone a plus one for any reason. Yeah, I don't care if you and your girlfriend have been together for eight years, because if I don't like her, I don't really want her there, (laughs) you know? And she dated my fiance like 10 years ago, and that's weird. (laughs) Uh, No kids. If kids are needed for the ceremony, a car should be waiting. Wow. I love a no kid wedding just because yeah. no one's worried about like, oh, we got to get back to the center or like we um, we got to leave because so-and-so sleeping on his chair. Yeah. Like I, I love that. But however, I remember being a little kid at weddings and that was always fun too. So yeah. I get it. it. It does go both ways. But it, it, I mean, you know me from experience and going out and, you know, after hours or whatever. It's a constant like I got to get home family exactly. stuff. But if you don't have to worry about that, then everybody's... You know, everybody's good to go, ready right. to party, ready to throw it down. Um, nobody should walk you down the aisle. That's uh, that's new, new. Um, I, think. I think I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> and are you on board for giving the audience a, a good kiss? Not just a peck, but just like a, just a good, passionate kiss. I do think it needs to be a moment. I don't think you can just peck at the altar because then everybody is like, oh, well, that's it. I guess it's done. But like to, and I'm not saying you need to be dipped or anything crazy. Yeah. But you know, make it something. Yeah. We don't need to hear it. No. No. Just need to know that this is actually going to be. Just hold it for a few seconds or maybe like groom throw his fist up in the air. Something like that. The last one I'll run by is that speeches must be pre-written. And you know what? They must also be approved by someone close to the bride and groom. That's good. That's good. The last thing we need is the best man getting wild and and getting even more wild when he's had too many at the wedding. Yeah. And I think that uh, most people in the broadcast industry are are professional speakers and we can just kind of speak off the cuff for, you know, we, we, we we do that on a daily basis. But you get, you know, Uncle Mike up there. Who's like, I got this. You know me. I'm a good storyteller. You know me. And then they get drunk and then it's like a 17 minute speech. I'm personally having those thoughts of like, okay, are the people who I have lined up for this, are they going to be able to speak in front of a crowd? You know? What's a new rule that you would suggest for the modern wedding? Let us know in the text line 314-699-4766. But it sounds like most of these you're on board with. I can agree with it. I like a modern wedding. It is Remy and Casey. We're just talking about these new rules for the modern wedding. These are not like, these are not things that need to be happening. These are suggestions. And I feel like, Casey, you liked a lot of these. Uh, Post photos are over. Done. Post photos? Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Even after the wedding, you get all the family together and you're like, okay, bride's out of the family. Okay, groom's out of the family. Okay, all family. Okay, just bridesmaids. Okay, just groomsmen. Oh my God, I hate it so much. I I know. It's like, how many times have you ever looked back on those photos and and I'm asking myself? When have you ever been like, I need to find that one picture with the bride, the groom, and specifically me and this other person. (laughs) We all posed at the same time. We were 52 in line. (laughs) That's exactly right. I think the only thing we really look at from our wedding day is 
is the uh, is the video. Right. Like, we'll go back and watch that every once in a while. We do have the big giant book and everything, but yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have any suggestions for what a new rule should be for weddings, let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to David Duhadway, owner of a local bicycle shop, David's Bicycle Shop in Florissant. He's been a one-man band, no employees, reasonably priced, kind and honest. It's not just an ad, I promise. He's been working with a local law firm uh, for a charity giveaway of bikes for children with special needs. Once a month, they have been working together to allow these children to get into a new hobby and be more independent. I just wanted to give him some uh, well-deserved recognition. That is a nomination from Audrey Webb. And that's a very nice nomination. They also sent a request song they want to hear. Eric Church, it's Springsteen. You can make a Hometown Hero nomination at 923WIL.com. There's Remy and Casey on the way out today. We introduced a new segment called Negative Nancy's, where, you know, if you uh, you got something negative you want to say and be anonymous with it, you can always text us, 314-699-4766. We learned today that Casey's just a little bit harsh on me she's a little too harsh on on me so i no <laughs> see they said that and that's something i'm not worried about just like that other negative nancy that said something about me they said they lost respect for me when they found out that i don't like bad bagpipes yeah yeah and i said that's a friend that i didn't need i mean out of a hundred percent i would say that docked you in my book to like 95 so it's it's, it's a small fraction but it's still something you know right I mean? and so, i can do without yeah um but so if yeah if you if you have any uh, uh constructive feedback or anything like that we'd love to expose it on the air if possible and we also talked about some wedding rules today like some wedding rules that could be uh in play in the future this is kind of we we actually got a text message about this uh someone had said uh do with Without the whole sitting on one side of the one side of the ceremony of the church or right. whatever or the other, like the bride and groom. And I know I've been to a lot of weddings recently over you know over the past couple of years where that's just not a thing anymore. Yeah, you just kind of go in and you sit wherever. I don't know. I I actually don't know if I that would even cross my mind walking into a church. Yeah. I would just sit wherever the open seat was. Yeah. Yeah, I usually just look for like, you know, who I know, friends, right. whatever. And plus, a lot of times you're friends with both the bride and the groom. Right. So where do you sit? You split up, obviously. That's how you do it. Mm, no, you all <laughs> sit wherever you want. <laughs> if you missed anything from the show today, you can always hit up the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow for a Friday Light. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W-I-L.